Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to The Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women, I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. It's so nice to be back. It yes. feels like, you know, you go on a, a holiday and you overstay and you come back home and you just breathe. <sighs> I, that's real. how I feel. For real. That's it how is I feel. so nice to be back in the studio with mm. you guys. I've missed you. A yeah, lot. Really yeah, missed you. Yeah. But hey, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> Relatable. Yes. <laughs> And this edition, you know, it's a bonus episode, I guess, because we signed off and said we're not going to be back until spring 2022. But we we missed you. We, we couldn't stay we away. We missed you. And it's yeah. the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to yeah. check in with you, see how you're doing, because normally this time of year is quite stressful anyway. There's so much pressure on it to be the perfect, the most perfect season ever. You know, and there's pressure to, you know, the, the consumerism, there's pressure mm-hmm. to cook the best food, there's pressure to have the most picture perfect family days. And it's a hell of a lot compounded by the fact that we are still very much journeying yeah. through the panorama, yeah. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> you know, with all these different variants springing up. So there's also the health, you know, we got to look after ourselves is a whole heap of shit. Yeah. <laughs> And last year, given that last year, we didn't have much of a Christmas or season per se. Okay, let's, uh, okay. Sherwin hesitated there. Tell them why you hesitated, I hesitated Sherwin. because I don't know what to say, if it's Christmas or Xmas or season. Um, I, holiday I don't know. season. Holiday festive season, season, festive season, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called now. Because but I what do you call it? I call it Christmas. Well, there we go. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I call it Christmas. That's oh, what sorry. I know, my kids know. Mm-hmm. That's how I, what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And as much as the whole thing behind it has changed in my, my mind, mm-hmm. I still want to call it Christmas. Well, then Nothing wrong with that. that. 
Okay. What about you, Fiona? Yeah, it's called Christmas. I don't overthink yeah. it. I think as if I'm speaking to, say, for example, some of the moms who are Muslim in my son's school, I'd say, what do you, what do you have planned for the holidays? I'm not going yes. to be disrespectful yes. and say, what are you doing for Christmas? Like, right. yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, other than that, yeah. like I... Amongst my immediate circle, I just call it Christmas. I know. Okay. Yeah. okay, good. Yeah. Same. Good. good. I mean, as like you, Sherwin, you know, the whole thing about Christmas and this person being born on that specific day, you know, whether or not I believe it or not. You know, if there are people around me who celebrate that, mm-hmm. then I will refer to it as Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my mind, it's just a beautiful gathering time, gathering yep. and connecting, family. gratitude, family, chosen yeah. and blood family. Yeah. And I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love the cuddling. I love the warmth of the mm-hmm. season. And mm-hmm. I say warmth as I roll my eyes because it's so <laughs> frigging cold outside. <laughs> But guys, this is why we're here. We're here to reflect on 2021, Mm. give thanks, and also talk about, you know, some of the traditions that we may have created within our own little circles for this time of year, as well as... Christmas in the Caribbean. I mean, come on. Let's not talk about Wait. that. I mean, I mean. Let's just, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I have not had a Christmas in the Caribbean in 18 years. <gasps> well, my girl, I think the first time I did not have a Christmas with my family or in the Caribbean was like last, last year. year. Yeah. I mm. like my hook, crook, nook, whatever. I know. I made sure my ass would be out of here. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the worst person to depend on for anything over Shing. Christmas is Fiona. Shing. Fiona will be talking. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we in, we, in, we in October. What are you doing for Christmas? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. November, nothing. I don't know. December. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. December, December 24th. 24th. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> She gone. Boom. She gone. She Boom. on a plane. She's somewhere. <laughs> like, bitch, where are you? Oh, I'm in New Orleans. I'm in <laughs> St. Lucia. Deuces. Deuces. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So Fiona, notoriously so. So last year it was I she told me she was staying in the UK. She didn't believe it. Huh? I didn't believe it until Christmas Day when I saw her ass <laughs> in the UK. I was like, okay, that bitch really here for the UK. <laughs> A pandemic alone can stop me. Wow. So guys, you know what? Let's let's talk about 2021 mm. on a personal level. Shawin, how has this year been for you? The highs and the lows and everything in between. Boy, 2021 I, 2021 has been for me it was about working on my mental health. Seriously, it was about working, one, finding out what the fuck is wrong with me, (laughs) Um, why I do the things I do, why I go living in a cycle, like my whole life is this cycle of whether it be wrong choice in men, wrong choice in this, wrong choice in, I don't know, work, whatever, but it's just been a cycle. And 2021, I think I decided, that was in January, to work on my my mental health and to say, you know what, fuck this shit, this needs to stop. Mm. So I, 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 I've had some major highs and major lows 
I did things. <laughs> I think the things I got up to was how do I how do I I don't know how to put it. It was I think I did it ten times worse than I ever did before. Twenty. I don't know if that makes sense. No. So break it down. Okay. For me. Let me break it down. Let <laughs> break me break it, down. it down. Break it down. Let me break it down. So I went all out. Twenty twenty one. In what aspect? Um. <sighs> My sexual life. Okay, then. Men. (laughs) Men, I went all out. Um, Mm. I did things that I had never, ever thought I would do or done before. It was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it big. Yeah? Mm. Some of these things, I felt like, why am I doing it? Why am I behaving that way? And it's, it, it started troubling me. It started worrying me. I thought, well, Shirin, you have a problem. But, but I realized, you know what? No, Shirin, you're just getting over something. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're getting over something. You're, being, you, you're throwing your toys out of the pram. You're, doing, you're just saying, fuck everything and everybody. Mm-hmm. And you're doing you. And that's what when I started taking a strong interest in what was going on with me mentally. And I realized, no, Shirin, you have to change this cycle. Not because I felt I was hurting myself. I think it's because I just want different. That's all. I want different. I want better. Um, Better for me. And yeah, I, I want to break the cycle. And what does better look like for you? Um, better for me is about loving myself, loving myself. And I never understood, really understood what loving yourself was. For some people, they will say, yeah, oh, I pamper, I do this, I do that. I go on retreats, I do this, I do that. That's not, I love myself in that way when I can, fine. But loving myself, what I realized it was, was loving my inner child. Loving that child in a way, nobody else could love that child. And had I not done that, I would never get what it is I was looking for from anybody. And nobody else could love that child. My mom, my the, the men, my kids, nobody. I had to love that child. And I had to realize, oh, you're showing that's the problem right there. Your inner child, listen to her, love her. The pampering, the going and do nice things. These things will come. You do these, you'll do these things anyway. When you have the money, you'll do what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, it's not like you're not doing it for, because you don't want to, you're doing it because probably you don't have the means to do, right. to do it. So that will happen. But that inner child, I had to listen. I was forced to listen to her. And that's what therapy did. <laughs> that's what therapy Congratulations did. Congratulations. Wow, therapy well done. brought it home. Well and done. I am a strong advocate for therapy. So 2021 was about going full circle, going from doing all the shit to realizing you're doing shit to saying, okay, do you want to stop the shit? Or do you want, or you just want to be made aware that you're doing shit? (laughs) (laughs) You understand? Just working on my mental health. And I think I'm in a better place mentally, mentally now. And yeah, it took the whole year. The whole year, literally, my last session was last week. Mm. Last week. Well done, Shirley. Yeah. 
Listen, that's well, a lot so of progress. To, to you put in the work. I am. I am very proud of myself. Okay. Very, very proud of myself. I don't regret anything. Mm. No. That's a great place to be. I don't regret. Not at all. Mm. I have to say, when you started to talk about, because the way you're describing the journey, and then you came and said, oh, yes, and the self-care and pampering and whatever, whatever, and all them things here. And you said, you said, I need to love my inner child. And that child, I almost teared up. That's a, I did, it did, because it made me start to think of little girls showing and started to make me think of little Chantal and little Fiona. And yeah, yeah, like in terms of the little things that grew into big things Mm -hmm. that shape our behaviors today. And it could have been the smallest thing, a passing comment, Mm -hmm. you know, an oversight by an adult, something a teacher says. Yeah, you know, and how that really, you know, like even <laughs> one of my childhood memories is I used to love to dance, and I was in a dance troupe in school, and then they kicked me out because they said I wasn't good enough. But I don't remember the teacher's face. It's almost like in Peanut Snoopy. Mm. We know the adults is just the yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voices, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and she just <laughs> says, "Oh, you cannot be in a dance troupe anymore. Your dance, your moves are not good, or whatever." And then I never, so I've never really gone to any dance class since. And that's like, I was seven when that happened. Yeah. And I love dance. Yes, you always see me in a fed whining, but that's just kicks off thing, right? But when I see dancers, I get a real deep sadness in myself. I almost feel like I could, like I almost teleport my body into this. Mm. And it's that sadness from me having wasted my life now because I'm like 40 yes I can don't watch me like that is like what are we talking about but in in a sense of most dancers retire by 30 35 and stuff right but that whole dream of doing that was defined by that one teacher when yeah. I was seven and it asked me now to go to a dance class I will I'll be very very shy I've been wanting to go back into salsa and stuff. There's a salsa place across the road. You think I go yet? And it's purely down to that inner child, Mm -hmm. that seven-year-old, who was told that one thing, and that's just dance. So Mm, far less what you're talking about. And, you know, it really, it was, I don't know, it it made me feel a bit emotional because I'm thinking about those small moments Mm. that can shape your entire life i'm thinking about those little girls showing fiona and chantal as little girls you know the inner child work is so important you know there's and it's it's something that doesn't stop it's it's now i think it's something that has to it has to be consistent you have to consistently speak with your inner child nurture her forgive her tell her how much you love her girl at the moment mine don't speak to me she's not she don't speak to me She don't speak to me, but it's it, that's the thing. It's recognizing wow. that I told you, Fiona. It's mm. it's she. It's like she's almost scared of me. Oh, um, continue to work, right? Yeah, no, and I'm yeah. before when I discussed it with the therapist, I was like almost I was heartbroken. Why doesn't she want to speak mm. to me? Why is she scared of me? But now it's like I'm. I could recognize. Mm what's happening and I know 
um, my therapist said, Shirin, this is going to take uh, years of work. But what it is, is you know what you're working on now. Mm-hmm. You're not just doing things blindly. If you, you need to consistently, like you said, speak to her. Mm-hmm. You need to make her know that she is loved and she, you're not going to abandon her. That she's safe. That she is safe. That she is safe. And yeah. this is what I need to keep doing mm-hmm. and reminding myself. And that's what I'm doing. I know she, she's not really comfortable with me. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But she knows I'm there. I love and this that she should. Um, it's that's how I'm approaching it right now, and I'm. Yeah, I think I'll be fine. I know wow. I'll be fine. Know <laughs> you're already fine. Yeah. You're already fine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Fiona Compton, mm-hmm. 2021, a blur. Mm. I find like the first, obviously the first four months, I was home showing. And that was, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was a, a magical time. Home Chantal is hating right now. By the way, right? It's okay, darling. She she leaving, but you know it's okay, right? <laughs> but yeah, those few months at home was, was really magical. Um, and it was a, a beautiful reminder. And then I came back, and then it was summer. And we did all the summer things, and you know, trying to get the best out of the season and stuff like that. And that was great. And then boop up, we're here. It's like a big blur. So I'm learning because I did therapy last year during lockdown. It came like at the most perfect time because I had applied and I waited for months and then I got through. And then she told me something about in terms of once again, that things that I witnessed as a child in terms of, not having or not understanding clear boundaries. So growing up um, in my household in terms of how boundaries, in terms of what is and is not okay, because in my household, we're not a very confrontational household. We don't shout. We don't, well, yeah, we shout like, you know, like any, but not huge arguments. There's no cursing and we're not confrontational at all in my house. So therefore, I think there were instances where you know, because, you know, my mom is a very gentle person where she would not really put her foot down and say, hey, this is not OK kind of thing. And then I inherited that kind of thing in terms of not being clear about what's hurting me. Right. And so I've, I'm learning 2021 to be very clear about setting certain boundaries and because I've become aware of this thing through through the therapy, it's also made me recognize when I'm feeling that. So I'm like, Fiona, you know, you that's, that person is listen. You're not being setting your boundaries. You're not being clear, or whatever. Or you're allowing this person to take you for a ride, or whatever. And it's made me be even harder on myself internally. So I'm like, you know, you just being soft. Gas are you just letting people ride you and take you for shit or whatever. So that's been a journey and stuff. I think, and and in terms of boundaries, you all know, like New York Caribbean and stuff has been really up and down. Lots of great things have happened. You know, some like big names are following the page. That adds a little bit of extra pressure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Give an example. Can we drop one of them, Give please? Because we Name know drop. just just one, the one that you know made Shawin and I really kind of scream out and thing. 
Trevor Noah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even know when that happened. Uh. I don't even know when because because I after the way Instagram um, shows followers and likes now it's all conglomerated, so you don't get to see individual names per se. After the you have a certain amount of following and stuff, so I didn't even know. It's my manager who found out. I was like, how the fuck? Like, why? Why are you following? Like, he only follows like eight hundred and some people. <laughs> so I was like, what have I done to make Daman, who has like seven million plus? followers and um, give us some amazing content and know, educate us and tell us all the wonderful things we want to know and there's both of other pages should i go should i go new york times should i go so many other oh, pages i'm sorry the new york times covers uh, and, and make it history. fun and make it oh, I didn't, fun i wasn't and aware make it like we want to be there listening like what the fuck excuse me <sighs> who will make me take up a history a uh, history um Listen to a history podcast. Who? I don't know. What, but it's, who, not, who? it's not even just the podcast. It's the platform. You understand? It is the platform. How are you going to even say, you don't know why anyone is following you? So put aside Trevor Noah. Uh-huh. But the purpose of Know Your Caribbean as a platform is to share the history of the Caribbean that mainstream history modules, books, theorists, academics would not necessarily share they may know mm-hmm. and if they do they share they share it in the most boring way the most dry this is true they just be boring so okay. let's get that straight okay thank <laughs> okay. you very much okay. so let's not question okay why anyone <clears throat> is choosing to follow know your caribbean okay okay okay, okay. 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 continue okay. thanks <laughs> so yeah people like beyonce's publicists one of rihanna's hairstylists and some other people and i'm like yo what so it kind of adds a little bit of pressure or just, I guess, you know, it's like almost like it's not it's almost like when you win an award. So if you say you win a Grammy one year, like next year, if you don't win it, you feel like, oh, well, boy, maybe I fall, you know. So it's kind of trying to keep up a certain standard. But then so, so that's lots of good things. And it's very encouraging at the end of it all. Yes, there's pressure that they have all of these big people who are looking at your work and stuff and you want them to stay with you because they can unfollow at any time. So there is that kind of pressure to keep up the standard. But alongside that, there's also, you know, people just talking all shit on a page. And for the most part, like for this year, in terms of back going back to the whole boundaries thing, a lot of times I'll just block or restrict them, right? Just and because before, like, for the past few years, I just be answering them in an, and I I've turned off all notifications for Know Your Caribbean. So I have to open my phone to go into the app for me to see because I used to have notifications on, and then I'd be seeing it. Or if I wake up in the night to go and pee, and I seen someone talking shit, and then I'm there three o'clock in the morning answering. Stopped all of that, and then now it's just if someone's talking shit, I'll just block or restrict you just to answer. Having said that. <laughs> Every now and again, there does be a little hole in the net, right? And one of them does get through and pew, juke you. And, you know, there was someone who had said, and the person was black, and they said, it was, in terms of me, it's so funny because people say the page is too black. Then you share about, then, you know, um, people who are from the Indo-Caribbean diaspora say, oh, why don't you post anything about, about Indians on there? Okay. 
All right, but it's there though. If you scroll and think or look in this section, it's there. Okay. Oh, you're not posting nothing about indigenous people. Someone say, oh, indigenous people never existed. We black people are the original this and this. And then for me to say, no, actually indigenous people do exist and they have a right to have a space. Oh, you're being anti-black. <laughs> <laughs> then someone say, then it's like, you then, you know, white West Indian saying, oh, you're not posting nothing about white people. All you do is curse white people. Um, Post about white West Indians. Oh, you she's um what was it said? Being this is dangerous. You're being I'm, violent. I'm being violent against dark skinned people in the Caribbean for making basically for trying to include white Caribbean people into the conversation of being part of the Caribbean identity and stuff no, like uh, that. What, I think it was what was it? You as it, a light skinned woman. A, yeah, you as are a, being, a skin as a light skinned woman, you yes. are perpetuating the violence yes. against black people yes, in yes, the Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. I mean And I was like what? I was like, you how long are you following the page now? Two minutes? Mm. And they were like, no, they've been following for a while now. And I, I couldn't understand how and so there because the thing is when I started in the Caribbean I wasn't posting any pictures of myself. I wasn't showing my face so for a few years people didn't know it was me. And then I said if uh you know especially speaking with y'all and stuff like that and getting advice, people were like you need to put your face up to to make it more personal so you can be hired to do gigs, which is happening, which is wonderful, and things like that so that people know there's a person behind it. It's not just some anonymous whoever. And so I started to do that. And I, I mean, from the get-go, I was very much aware of my light skinness. And I know that, you know, because, of course, growing up, people would be like, oh, Fiona, you're the white one. Go and ask for this, you know, whatever. Or, <laughs> you know, people were always, in the Grand Blue Caribbean, you're always referred to maybe by a skin tone. So who? Um, which Nick? Oh, white Nick? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that man. <laughs> right? Or, you know, which one? Coolie one. So excuse that term, but that's what we say in San Lucia. It's just the use, the word used to describe, oh, which Indian? Who? Who? Oh, the coolie one. So, so, the one, the coolie hair. Uh-huh, this and this. Which one? The shabbing one. Uh-huh, you know, dark skin thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So, obviously, I've been very, I've been made to be very aware of my light skinness. And of course, talking about light skin privilege. And then also looking at other historians like Akala, like Emma Dabiri, mm-hmm. like Sean King, all of these light skin people who, who are there in, in the forefront. And then here I am, a next one, even though I consider myself entirely different from them. Well, mainly because I don't have a white mother. Right. And my experience growing up in the Caribbean is different to growing up in the UK or in the USA. But it was just like, you really coming for me? Like, yeah. I'm all them things. Like, it's, so it, it really hurts. It really hurts. I was shaking. I was mad. You know, and then I slept on it and the next day I was fine. But it did make me start to feel cautious again of putting myself out there on the platform. It it does. Mm. I won't lie. It does because it's like because you're a human being, Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like you. You kind of think like, okay, what energy are people projecting? Mm. Don't get me wrong. People, ninety nine point nine percent of comments and stuff are positive and very supportive, and people message and they say really nice things, and you know. But it's like, as humans, I always say we like the jug of water. You can put. You have a jug of water, salita. You can put. Two pounds of sugar in it. It's sweet, very nice. Put one teaspoon of salt. Mm-hmm. Things spoil. Mash it up. And that's that's how we accept negativity. You can get all the adoration, but then if someone says just the right words to juke you, it will hurt. So it's just about me 
balancing setting boundaries. That's 2021 for me. Yeah. I think you did. Um, you made a lot of changes mm. from the way you ran your business. Remember Fiona sending invoices? and <laughs> just Wait, being sending them exactly i mean come on exactly it's like i want Wait, to be did, broke did she send them exactly that is the question she she fiona <laughs> from a business standpoint you've grown a lot yes a lot and, and i believe it's because wonderful. of setting those boundaries mm. and saying you know what no I'm not going. Just the mere fact you hire a manager. Big up JD. Big up JD. Because JD to the world. You understand? That, Thank and that's you a so massive much. boundary. Because hmm. when Fiona will be like, yeah, but I want to do it because, you know, it's a charity. Just like, girl, shut up. You're not doing that shit. <laughs> All right? For free. For free. What are you talking Not even for free. For 250 pounds? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. This is not happening. Mm-hmm. And these, that's a massive step. Yeah. Fiona made so setting yeah. those boundaries you have done especially in business wise that's true i i also think with your with friends your interpersonal and, and your interpersonal re- she yeah. has she has there are things you, you probably would have taken before and now you're like oh you guys so that not that and that not going to run yeah. mm-hmm. it's not good enough it's mm-hmm. not good enough that's mm-hmm. it it's not good enough yeah so mm-hmm. um 2021 for you i could see it i could mm-hmm. see and, and that again Therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy. Mm-hmm. There's a resounding theme therapy. so far, yes. you know, within the relatable conference. Yeah. Therapy. Yeah. therapy for yeah. black girls. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And my therapist was a black woman. Black Your therapist is a black woman. My therapist is a black woman. Amen. 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 We love you. Yes. Big up, big up, big up. So, Chantal, your turn now. 2021, talk to us. I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just dropping us in. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for 2021. Um, <laughs> I very naively thought that 2021 would be an easing of the loss of the previous two years um, that my family has been journeying through. And it sure as hell wasn't. Boy. And it's been like consistently having a Mack truck sat on my chest, you know, without some respite in between to just breathe. And so what that has in turn, I guess in a sense, forced me to do is to be really strict and disciplined with my boundaries and also with the way that I prioritize taking care of myself. Mm. Because in order for me to be able to, I guess, transition through this third season of loss, I have to be as good and as healthy as possible to even accept the loss and then transition into the grieving. And so 2021 has taught me about softness, grace, and being tender with myself so that I, in turn, can be there for my family members in the way that I really would love to be there for them. It has not always, for me, been enough because what I didn't take into account is that 
even though some of the losses were not direct in that it wasn't my child. Mm -hmm. You know, it was my baby cousin. It wasn't my grandfather. It's my great uncle, Mm -hmm. you know. And so what I was doing unconsciously was almost negating my right to be sad and negating my right to grieve and to feel my heartbreak. And so, and then feeling guilty for having those feelings. It was such a mindfuck. 2021 has, in a sense, been one of the biggest mindfucks for me. You know, they say that we go through these, in our lives, we go through these dark night of the souls um, where it seems outwardly that all these terrible things are happening. But what that forces you to do is to really dig deeper into who you are, your purpose, and how you want to show up in the world and how you want to live your life. For me, that's been the biggest lesson of loss. It's like, how do I want to live my life? What is the legacy that I want to leave behind? And although I don't, and I I think growing up, I always associated legacy with children. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, how am I going to leave a legacy? I don't have any children. But that's, you know, now I know better. My legacy could be in how I showed up for the world and how I served my community. You know, what am I leaving behind for my community? Right. And so 2021 has forced me with all the cracks of my heartbreak to expand and to expand more and to be brave in terms of what I do want to offer the world. You know, Fiona, you said something and I know that story about your dance instructor, you know, saying to you at seven, you're not a dancer. You know, no one has the right to tell you who you are or what you can do. And even as adults, you know, we carry that because the words that are said to us in our childhood, again, in reference to your doing your inner child work, really impacts on how we see the world and how we navigate the world as adults. And even as a young adult, I was, you know, I voiced that I wanted to become a yoga instructor. Mm. And someone said to me, no, 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 you know, black girls don't do that. So I put that aside. That was as a teenager, Gassa. right? Yo. That was as a teenager, no. And so I was like, okay. So I kind of, I shelved it for a while, right? And even someone who loves you may give you advice from the best of places with the best intentions, but it actually doesn't serve you. Yep. And so a really good friend of mine who I love, I, I think it was in my early 30s, And again, I voiced this thing of, you know what, I really want to become a yoga instructor so that I can get more black people on the mat. Mm. Because the way that yoga has over and over and over again, I like to say saved my life. Mm. You know, I want to be able to somehow offer that to my community. And this really good friend of mine at the time said, no, I think you should just do yoga for you. You know, I don't think that this is the time for you to be, you know, and it was with the best intentions. And I I understood what she was saying because Mm. there was a lot going on in my life at the moment. But that probably would have been the best time for me Mm, to immerse myself. But in retrospect, I recognize that now. So now with everything that 2021 has kind of thrown at my family um, and myself, 
I recognize that actually I am doing this. <laughs> and so you guys know I qualified as a creative healing practitioner mm -hmm. as yep. well as a sound therapist this year. And now with all the loss and all the grief and the fact that me landing on, I literally moved my yoga mat next to my bed so that when I woke up in the mornings, I didn't have an excuse. Mm -hmm. And even if it's just five minutes, I would be on that mat because yoga, you know, people have this thing that yoga is being flexible and it's being able to do a headstand and a handstand and a shoulder stand yeah. and to be able to do this perfect, you know, practice. But it's a practice. And there are some times that some positions I, I flow into with ease and it could be the very next day. For whatever reason, whatever my body's holding on to, my body's like, hey, bitch, no, not today, girl. That's why I don't do not it. Not today. But then there's something else that has evaded me for maybe years. And then one day on the mat, all of a sudden, look at me. I'm in crow. What the hell? But again, it's a connection. It's a mind, body, spirit connection. So whatever you're processing will show up on the mat in some way or the other. Mm -hmm. So there are some mornings, I'm telling you, five minutes just to open up my chest, just to open up my heart. Then then all of a sudden, the next morning, I do 30 minutes. You know, it's, it's not about perfection. Yoga will make you see yourself. It is one of the, <laughs> the, the biggest mirrors that I've had really? in my life. Yeah. And sometimes I just sit on the mat and ball. And that oh. too, and that too is yoga. That's but a... that too is yoga. And so I, this is what I want to be able to offer my community, you know, not just being on the mat and being the most flexible person and looking the cutest in your yoga outfit, but really what it represents and what it's there to do for you and how then that resonates with those around you. Mm. Because if you're in a good space or you're in the best space that you could be at that moment, right, then everyone around you benefits from that. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm going to be, you know, I am relocating to the Caribbean. <laughs> bra, bra, bra. I am relocating. Yeah, she going before, I am so. relocating to the Caribbean pretty soon. I don't want to talk about it because, you know, COVID took us all out. <laughs> Everyone in this space has had COVID at some point this year and has taken away a lot of my prep time. And so I'm, I'm doing my best because I'm human. You know, I'm not this ethereal being floating around and nailing everything Far from it. <laughs> so far from the truth. You know, I am figuring shit out, but I have tools that help me to do so, which give people the impression that I am this ethereal being floating around in a white dress. Namaste. I love it. I, if they like, own you. Like, no, what did you have for breakfast this morning, Chantal? I had a Krispy Kreme donut because I didn't want to have my smoothie that I normally have because I'll be on the train crossing my legs and wanting to pee. So I didn't have anything to eat. So then Sherwin brings this box of non-vegan Krispy Kreme donuts. And I'm like, yo, breakfast time. Okay, because no. I'm hungry. No, you know what? I wish, one of my wishes was the house party we had. Last year, yeah, with the infamous so I don't know if we've mentioned this before. I can't remember. We had a house party at my house before everything, just collapsed. before wow. the world collapsed. Yep, and the party was full, ram out. Okay, I don't know how my house fit all the people, but it was ram, and the party was good still. Hey, anyway, we had a DJ. <laughs> 
man, the DJ was shit. The man, he came with so much promise, right? He, he come early, early he set up his thing, lighting, all kind of, we didn't even ask for that. We just wanted the man to come and play some good music. Lighting, we how much hyped. thing? We were so high. Right, so he come back, and then now he's saying about his mixer is not working, so he can only use CDs. So, <laughs> listen. So he was horrible. He kept playing the song from beginning to end. Then sometimes he'd wheel back the whole no entire song. song again. And hey. not even a good song. So for those who ah. have a vision in my head, the party there, everybody there, whatever. And in the forefront of it all <laughs> is Chantal in front of the DJ booth, quarreling like she was almost levitating. Pack up she was and go. Mad. You could pack up and go. She Where they find you? How you, how you, how you go play the thing? Where they find you? A DJ's huh? worst nightmare. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listen. I am not usually that person with DJs because I already Shanta. know I worked in radio for so long. Mm. Yeah, but you we, know, we were I have dated DJs mm. and we were really we were looking and he forward come in to there in like the best vibes and fucked it up. And the amount of people oh. out there shouting and screaming yeah, and, and telling that man, oi, put that man out. But the worst thing is, <laughs> he was still there doing the same shit with a smile on his face. That's he what was, I couldn't I, get. He thought he was doing he a really was good doing job. The shit. Man, man asks us for a tip at the end. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Here's Bitch, a tip. you were playing Spotify and YouTube. What's Hello. wrong with it you? It came to the, uh, yeah, to, towards the end, people just put connect their phones. Connect phone. their phones That's and start bad. playing Spotify and YouTube. Listen. What's wrong with that man? You know what? my tip was to him don't quit your day job motherfucker <laughs> like are you serious asking for a tip no shamer mm. but I just for those just you guys just put that in your mind okay <laughs> Chantal like and it, like her ass cock up right and like you know you know like when like when black women vex like her ass just so cock up a kind yep, of way like yes. your legs are spread because open because she ready to fly <laughs> So yeah, you know, jump, you, you just have a stance, right? Like oh your leg, you just prepare your legs, right? Yeah. And through doing that, your asses cock up a kind of way. This is what a friend of mine told me when I crawl with somebody, my asses go high, right? And Hannah, she said, how you going to just be playing that same song? What's wrong with you? So for those who think that Chantal, she is very much can be that ethereal but we are yeah. not one thing <laughs> no not we're at all. not one thing i'm multi-dimensional y'all exactly yeah, yeah. having hmm. said that i hope you guys quick plug oh, have oh. had a moment up, to tap into chantal's meditations on the oh. inside oh. app because yes. i am tired of trying to find meditations and the voices are annoying <laughs> i even tried on youtube i said they must have some bad bitch meditations okay and it was horrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely horrific. And I'm so thankful that you're doing this. So yeah. I can listen to yeah. a meditation <laughs> and hear a voice that feels like me, even though I know you so well. <laughs> and it really does relax me. It, and even it, it made, well, you know, it made Jariah cry. That, yeah. that yes. review. I just, I don't even want to talk about okay. Jariah's response. Okay. That had me bawling. <laughs> Balling. I love that child. Okay. My word. So please, folks, for we've had a difficult past two years. Mm. Do check out the Insight app and Aww. look out for Chantal Miller's meditations, which are really, really wonderful. Aww, so wonderful thank present. You guys. Thank you. I'll be doing one more right. before the year ends. I'm gonna record it soon and then hopefully it'll be available early 
late this year, well, late this year, in a few, <laughs> in a few weeks, <laughs> or, or early next year. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm really happy to be able to offer these meditations. And there's going to be a lot more coming, guys, a lot more things to do with healing of our community and healing of ourselves. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, everything is interconnected. So I'm really happy to be able to do that. However, now that we've, you know, reflected mm-hmm. and ting and ting and ting, mm-hmm. let's talk about this season. Oh, you want some story what? I don't, I don't like, like sorry. sorry. What? I don't like sorry. I don't know. What? What you mean you don't? Okay, I don't know y'all. I, we said that in unison. I don't, <laughs> you don't like. So who are you? Do I even know you anymore? Okay, hold up. I need to. I need to process this. I literally need to process. Maybe it's the way they you do it. You don't like yeah. it. I don't know. Okay, There's we need to let people know clothes. what Sorrel is, by the way. Yeah. Because okay. there are people listening who may not actually know why we're now having this heated debate <laughs> about Sorrel. Okay. So. Sorrel is a flower. Boom. It's a it's a version of a hibiscus, hibiscus flower, yeah. and it is made into a drink. So you kind of soak the flowers and in some hot water. Traditionally, it's a Christmas it's drink. It's a Christmas Although drink. Although you can drink it at any time of the year. But yeah, it's a Christmas thing. I think it's because that's when the flowers it, when, when it blooms, blooms. right? Mm-hmm. But you can find it in Mexico as well. They call mm-hmm. it Agua de Jamaica, which means water of Jamaica. So it's telling of the, of the origins. But yeah, it does come from West Africa. 
But yeah, it's a traditional Caribbean Christmas drink, and you you season the water so it has soak cloves it and all soak kind it, of soak, soak it, soak it, soak it good. Well, why are you joking in the studio? <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. But yeah, I don't. The cloves is the cloves for me. I hate cloves. Well, you don't have to put in the cloves. But even still, overall, I can do without it. Oh my god! I, I honestly, I'm holding my heart. Because I can't understand who these people are in the studio with me. I can't. Talking about they don't like sorrel. No. Like Christmas without sorrel for me is not even. Like my mother's sorrel especially. Because of course my mother's sorrel is the best Mm -hmm. ever. Like hello. Like what? The smell? The smell is nice. It has a nice smell. Mm -hmm. I like anything with the Mm. spices. I like the smell. You understand? Right. It makes the house smell nice. Right. It really does. Okay. But for me, if I have to go out and buy a drink, it Mm. won't be sorrel. So interesting question for you guys then. In terms of smells of the season. Yes. Right? Smells and also what would be your choice of beverage which represents the season to you cream punch mm-hmm. what, and what do you call cream punch because I think is what we call punch a cuba mm-hmm. in Nevis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that the same thing yeah but we make our own yeah we so make yeah. our yeah. own too it's not like f- there's yeah, we, the punch a yeah, cuba the bottle we just yeah. call it punch whatever <laughs> yeah but okay. you call it call it punch your cream because right. of the, the, the brand yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we make our own I remember my granny used to make hers mm. I could never make it I could make a peanut punch thing mm. but I could never make the so punch what's, cream so what's the ingredients again it's the same condensed milk the rum obviously the mm. spices and so on and so forth but it's just how she made it she made it special I do not know how she made it I never mm. knew And but yeah for me that was it. Christmas, you have to have some cream punch. I had an aunt that used to make, um, what's the one with the egg? Eggnog. Eggnog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she used to make the best eggnog, Boji. That was mm. so good. Again, I never learned how to make it. But I always remember, we because we go house to house, mm-hmm. being little, and we're going house to house. And when we reach entry, poor Boji, and you now have... Uh, eggnog right. and that used to be the best eggnog I ever think every mm. auntie have the, their one thing yes that they're known for yes, yes. you know yes. Andrina was eggnog and mm. her fruit cake mm-hmm. because she makes cakes mm-hmm. um, to sell uh, fruits Forever. must have been soaking I don't, don't so like February. fruit cake Under what I don't like now fruit cake now you see now you see now we have a problem now we have a problem I don't like fruit cake now we have a problem because Okay, Mm-mm. like the elders, right? They just put in, you know, them green, chop you up green fruit and thing. And I hate like them. Like the glassy yes. stuff. Yes, right. yes, okay. yes, Oh, God, no. Nah. Can't go, tell them. Go. Okay, I understand. Go. I, get I get that. Because that. fruitcake, you have to have it in very small doses. Not me. Because it's I very rich. I eat a whole one. Sorry. What? Girl, I love fruitcake. You can no. eat a whole fruitcake? Fiona, remember last year I got a fruitcake as a gift? Yes. And you and were fighting. I had to. You know what I did? <laughs> hey, listen. I was going to eat the whole. It was probably, it was, I don't even know how, like a medium-sized pizza. Right. And thick. Right. And... I, I sent a piece for Fiona, mm-hmm. I sent a piece for my mom, I sent a piece for Shabs because I'm like, if that stay here, I will eat all of it. Wow. And I had to chunk it up because the kids don't eat it. Ah. So I said, 
It didn't last a week. No showing. It did not last. So fruitcake and what do you call the punch? Cream punch. Cream, cream oh, punch. Oh, in my house we call it milk punch because my father used right. to make one. So he has, uh, we have a recipe of his that we yeah, use and stuff. I'm not yeah. a fan of fruitcake. Mm. Although I love, like you said about the sorrel, I love the smell mm-hmm. of the fruitcakes baking because it's that, yeah. for me, it's a signal that it's yes. the season yes. so it, it, yes. it trips something in my in my brain and yep. it's like oh my gosh yes so the smell of the ca- and you know your mom soaking the ingredients mm. beforehand and mm. I even like the raw batter like, mm. oh I yes go yeah. I yes. love yes. the raw yeah. batter yes. what I would coop her yeah. I would say okay she doing it now she doing it now <laughs> yeah. dash into yeah. the kitchen and she mom I love you and I apologize but some of the reasons why some of the cakes would turn out smaller is because your child used to go with a cup yeah, and a take cup some. and take out some of the mixture and snuggle it into my smuggle it into my bedroom yes a whole yeah. cup and my mom would be like I thought this one would have been and I'm like mm-hmm <laughs> Go, go! I love it. My granny used to make her own wine as well. Oh yeah, I was like, what fruit she used? I don't ask me. Mm. Oh, okay, don't ask me. And she used to make wine. And it's she just for Christmas. Just for Christmas under her bed. Mm. Oh, mm. Yeah. Under her bed. Mm. Yeah. Nice, Fiona. You were about to say something. I was about to say, what sounds like Christmas to you? Oh, I'll start. Par- oh yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Baron. Of oh. course. <laughs> the of Baron. Course. Listen. Mix. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's I just yeah, once you put that, it. that's finished. That's yeah. it. That's, that's it. it. Done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done. I've been listening to a lot of Hot FM these days. What is Hot FM? It's Caribbean, Caribbean Hot, Hot FM. FM. Oh, it's a St. Lucian radio station. It is. Nice. It is the. <laughs> it's <laughs> Christmas time. Is is that radio station is. Is the hype one? Mm. There's another one that's for younger people, mm-hmm. but Hot FM plays a lot of very hype music. So okay. you find they'll play like sections of hard sukus music and stuff like that then you play some hard old school dance hall and stuff like that so they would play some hard christmas (laughs) music really hard christmas music Mm. okay yeah so it's Mm. it's that that is my thing now that's it that's your sound right now your sound of the season yes Mm -hmm. yes what is mine mine is it's two things it's in nevis because Nevis is small, mm. and so Christmas gets really hectic, like Charlestown gets mm. really hectic and ram jam and whatnot. Mm. And I love it. I love hearing the sounds of people quarreling, <laughs> of, of, of the traffic be- traffic blocking, <laughs> you know, in Nevis, traffic <laughs> jam, like what? And, you know, and just I love going to the market and just hearing everybody talking about what they're cooking. So it's that. I love those sounds. And... I used to work at the local radio station from the time I was 15 until 20-something. And I used to get bored of playing, because, you know, there's certain songs that are on rotation yep, on yep, Caribbean mm-hmm. radio stations. Mm-hmm. I mean, Feliz Navidad. Like, I don't speak Spanish, but I could sing every single line. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. What does that mean? I have no idea. Merry Christmas, Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah. I, yes. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yep, so trust yep, me, right? Yep, but there's yep. one song in particular that I would never get fed up of, no matter. And even I used to... I used to play it. I know people used to be back. She playing that blasted song. Santa Claus, do you ever come, come to, to the, the ghetto? Ghetto. 
yes. Yep. Yep. So Carleen yep. Anderson, right? Yep. But yep. guess That's what? It's a big tune, you know. It's a big tune. And mm-hmm. guess what? Her daughter, Naomi Cowan, they've ah, done a remake and both serious? of them are singing the song together. Are you serious? Come on, this year. Like just a while ago. Oh, like, wow. it's, it is wicked. And to hear their voices together, mm. mother and daughter, I'm like, that's so beautiful. And the meaning of the song, of course, like yeah. even back in the day, yeah. you know, it's really a lot of social commentary yeah. mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the disparities in Jamaica, you know, Santa yeah. Claus. Do you ever come, come to, to the, the ghetto? ghetto. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I see you I on, see TV, on TV. Yeah, and you're not bringing enough whatever for me. Yeah. To, exactly. Black people That's like a big me. song, you and know. And so now mm. imagine her daughter, Naomi. And they've done it. They've remade that's it. Good. And I think it's her husband that's produced it. Mm. So it's a real family affair. Oh, that's so Naomi's dad, Carlene's husband, has produced mm. this remake of these two women in his life, his daughter and his wife mm. singing this classic. I think for me, it's so beautiful. So you guys hop on to wherever you stream your music. Listen to this version. It is as beautiful as the original. Oh, amazing. Honestly. Amazing. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, it's properly Christmas. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that's the yeah. association. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I love it. it. it and is. I know that we're referring to this season as Christmas, but we are aware that not everyone who is listening celebrates it in that way. Mm-hmm. So, but it's just, I think for us, growing up in the Caribbean, which is very much predominantly <laughs> Christian. Christian. Yeah. And so, you know, I am not a practicing Christian, Me neither. you know, <laughs> but I still, you know, I refer to the season as Christmas. I think we respect it, even though yeah. we don't practice it. Yeah. yeah. It, that, I think that's what it is. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. But these, you know, and for me, one of the other things is binge watching all the corny Christmas films. Oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I've already started. You guys start yet? No. What? You know what? You know what? Me and the kids watch every year, Elf. Elf. Every year. <laughs> With Will Ferrell. With Will Ferrell. You know, it's Will is every hilarious. We though. don't get enough. We cannot get enough of Elf. Every year we say we're not going to watch it. Every year we sit and watch it. And there's always something we missed. Yes. Like, I can't yes. remember that happening every year. You know what I made Jariah watch for the first time this week? Home Alone. He's you lie. Never He's seen never seen it. And I'm like, and I haven't watched it for years oh. and years. I'm like, I don't remember that part and all of these kind of very heartwarming things. There was this moment where Macaulay was in the church and he was running away from the neighbor that yes, he was so afraid yes, of. Yes. And then the neighbor was like, yeah, I haven't been speaking to my son for how many years? Yeah. And Macaulay's like, but you should just go and talk to him. Like, you should just... And I'm like, I don't remember that yeah, at all. That yeah. moment of Aww. trying for people to reach out to, you know, mend the the fractures mm. and stuff in in family arguments because he said like oh I said a lot of mean things to him and he said a lot of mean right. things to me and I said I never want to see him again and to see this old man show vulnerability and that he was afraid because mm. Macaulay was like why he's like why don't you just call him and he says because I'm afraid that he will not want to talk to me yeah oh. and I never remember seeing that and I'm like wow to see this to show the vulnerability of this old man was actually very, I don't know, deep. I was like, yeah, oh, no, okay, is. okay, Home Alone. Okay, okay. I really appreciate it's, it's funny the nuances that yeah. you, you pick up on, you know, at different phases in your life. Yeah, exactly. Right? You mm-hmm. won't pick up on that as a child. No. So you're not watching no. it for that. But now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You will see all the little yeah. heartwarming things. Yeah. I still, ca- I'm like, how are you forgetting your whole child? Oy. And not just once. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <yes>! Exactly. <laughs> 
Let <laughs> exactly. Like you reach, you reach Not just all the way, France. <laughs> you reach. Hey, come on! As Seriously. I was watching them, like with so you, I judge her. I, I was judge judging her hard. Yeah, I was vexed. I was judging her hard. Was she mad? I don't care if it's forty-five of y'all on the same flight. <laughs> you can't miss that's that That's your one. child. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So yeah. yeah, that was the one thing. But yeah, Home yeah. Alone. Yeah. That's your Christmas movie. I don't know if I have a particular one. But in, you know you have to see the greatest story ever told. Mm. No, is that Easter? So Easter. That's Easter. I don't think I have a specific one. Mm. It's just as long as they're there in the background. Yes. You just catch them in bits yes. and pieces. Yeah, I don't think I have a elf. particular one. Yours is definitely L. We get dressed up and all. What? <laughs> yeah. We, no, serious. <laughs> we really? sit down. You like? <laughs> I promise you, we sit down as the kids. We mm. sit down and we watch Elf. Oh. And it's, it's a thing. It's a thing for us. That's cute, <laughs> though. Yeah, that's your yeah. tradition. Yeah. You're building yeah. your own seasonal yeah. traditions. Yes. And I love that. That and the cooking. Because you can make your own. You don't have to follow whatever no. the, the so-called traditions exactly. are. Exactly. It's that and the you cooking. You make your own. The cooking, mm. my kids will not let me hear the end of it if I don't cook properly. Lucas, In fact, Lucas says... <laughs> When when I cook something and the children say, "Oh, that was really nice," Lucas say, "Nice on what level? Christmas cooking level? I love or, this child. Or mommy cooking because she want to cook level or bish bash bosh level? Because <laughs> <laughs> majority bosh. of the cooking is bish, bish bash, bash bosh. bosh. <laughs> mm. Then you'll get the odd times where mm. I'm I'm cooking because I'm happy. I dancing and yeah. thing. And then there's Christmas cooking. Mm. The next level. And that is next yeah. level. For that real is though, when you know. Next level. Mm. You understand? She will yeah. get up from six o'clock. She will already prepping and thing for that food to be cooked by mm. twelve, one, two o'clock. Everybody okay. eating. And is there something that if you don't cook it? Your children giving you the side eye. Hey, that's a what's the thing? The trend they want a lot of meat. Okay. So they want they don't want they don't just want turkey. They want mm. turkey. Turkey want is lamb. very touch and go for me, you know. They want their turkey. Even mm. though I buy a crown, mm-hmm. a turkey crown, they just want to have it. Mm-hmm. Wow. The crown, they want lamb, mm-hmm. they want beef. And they want fish. Okay, wow. So I have to. That's how it has to be the full Just spread for everything. them. Hold, hold on, full hold spread. On, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't know how that happened in this year. I don't Let me ask you a serious question. Okay. Now I understand that one of your daughters, due to religious reasons, uh-huh. mm-hmm. is not indulging in the swine. Yeah. Having said that, before this, no Christmas ham? No Christmas what? time. Ow! Because you know what? I never cooked it before. Oh. Girl, listen. Okay. So there is no wow. Christmas of my, Christmas. I'm saying. My, I I've, am vegan. My mom. But I have to see it. My, yeah. mom, <laughs> my mom was the one who always cooked the ham. Right. I never cooked a ham. Don't forget. First Christmas without my mom, I was with a Rasta man. Oh. Right, okay. So I, I went years First and not all, cooking. First of all, eat pork on Christmas. Hey, they Don't have mind endless rasters that eating pork on Christmas. The one day of the year, Christmas time, they, <laughs> they will have they their mother and watch the pig get slaughtered <laughs> and oh, wait in what? line for their piece. Nah, okay? dread, nah, dread. Nah, yes, dread. yes, they do. Yes, they really? Do. They yes. do, they do, they do. All right. It's a day of... No judgment zone. This is a no judgment zone to the Rasta And Rasta's don't come first, eh? That... 
Don't come first. You're lying. That they will eat. <laughs> Don't come first because I have proof. <laughs> I am not getting involved in this art of the discussion. Y'all know it's all love. Y'all know it's but all love. But seriously, Sherwin, like I've never, I've even, never cooked it. even before I became vegan, mm. I've never eaten pork. But the house wouldn't feel like Christmas if yeah. I didn't smell my because my mom is a she's the opposite of me she's a carnivore mm-hmm. and she loves her leg of lamb mm-hmm. her the ham and she my mother you know although she's not a chef she is professionally trained to be a chef mm-hmm. so wow. and she uses all of those skills in her home cooking for mm-hmm. her family and so it's a big big deal like my mother's christmas spread is legendary as are probably every mom's yes. right yeah. Yeah. but her ham I would never eat it, but looking at it, how she seasoned it, and yeah. the cloves and the brown sugar, mm-hmm. it felt again. My mom as well. Christmas. Mm-hmm. My mom's as yeah. well. Yeah. But I can't. I, but I've never cooked it. You've never cooked so it. So I don't. Mm. I wouldn't know it, and I wouldn't. You know what? If I cook, uh, it would be me alone eating it, right? Because okay. the kids don't eat the kids it. Don't eat it. And it would just go to throw. So okay. I'll go to somebody else's house for for ham fee. We coming by you, man. Yes. Yes. It, but it'll just be me. Who eating it? Jiraiya? Jiraiya not eating meat. <laughs> but yes, I will make a ham. I will. So ladies, to mm-hmm. wrap up this Christmas section, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm asking the obvious, right? <laughs> I don't even know before, asking. before we go into our, you know, what we're looking to shape up for 2022. But um, Christmas in the Caribbean versus Christmas in the UK. I know that's not a question. (laughs) Okay. It's like, okay, go ahead. Go, Fiona. I feel Fiona's going to be... Objective? Yes, because I am definitely not. I am going to do my very best. I appreciate Mm -hmm. cozying up Mm. under blankets with nice, soft jumpers, sweaters, whatever, and how a warm drink is so much appreciated or mood wine or whatever it is. Mm. There is a certain niceness to cozying up and being warm inside the house that's it no i you <laughs> know what it. fiona i yeah. agree and and i think perhaps also because this is probably going to be one of my last autumn winter christmases here in the uk i find that i'm even more appreciative of the fact that we can cozy up yeah and we're lighting our candles and then i was on oxford street for the first time in years, because I mm. avoid Oxford Circus and yep. Oxford Street like the plague and worse this time of year. But I was there a few weeks ago and it was quiet, but then everything was already lit up yeah. and it was yeah. so beautiful. Yes, it is. And I really stood up and I was like, you know what, Chantal, I'm giving gratitude for being here and being able to have this experience. I've taken it for granted for the last 20 years that I've been back in the UK But I'm really grateful that I have been able to have cozy winters because there are people who are unhoused Mm. who do not have cozy winters and who are feeling the the brunt of this season. And here am I, you know, moaning and I'm in my warm house. So I really took stock of myself and my privilege and I stood up and I'm like, thank you, London. You have been wonderful to me. Yeah. And I love you so much and I will miss London. Mm-hmm. And in this final Christmas, it's really made me even more appreciative of that. But <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something, right? <clears throat> Christmas in the Caribbean. Okay. 
I, I don't even feel, and as much as I have been intentional about enjoying not just this Christmas, but any Christmas that I am here, there's no comparison for me, right? Boxing Day, you know, when I was younger, I don't know if it still happens now, but when I was younger, Boxing Day was when everyone went to the beach. The beach mm-hmm. used to be ram with families and you bring your leftovers mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. swimming and you're seeing people and it's like, you know, just beautiful. And also, you know, when I was growing up in Nevis, Nevis used to have a Christmas festival, right? But then what happened was we then Senkits, because we're a federation, Senkits and Nevis. And so Senkits decided to have the Senkits Nevis National Carnival at the same at time, the same time. That's that true. Nevis was yeah. having their Christmas festival. Sugar I'm side eyeing Senkits for making that decision, but I really need to let it go. Um, and so that is why, I mean, before my time even, right? And that's why Nevis now has their carnival, which is called Culturama, mm-hmm. in the summer. So it doesn't clash with right. the Senkits and Nevis National Carnival. But there's still such a beautiful atmosphere in Nevis. Mm. There's this one house in Charlestown on a road called Crodock Road, which is a road that I grew up on. Mr. Otniel Paris does the most amazing light installations around his house. And it got to the point where tourists would come to Nevis specifically at Christmas time to drive up to the top of Crotto Road to see Mr. Paris's Chris wow. the way he'd done. To the point now that the government helps to pay his Christmas electricity bill. Oh, wow. wow. Like, seriously. <laughs> so because cute. he goes all in. Oh, jam. Yes. And it's like a tradition. Mama's looking forward to that yes. whole year. Planning. Planning. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's what he used to do, right? <laughs> And to the to the point where the government are like, yo, we paying your bill, like yeah, because it's bringing people in. Really nice of them to do that. Yeah, really I don't know if they pay to. the whole thing, but they do help him. Mm. Yeah, they do help him, and it's 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 little things like that that I really treasure. And we also, and I'm sure every island has this tradition, but they call it something else. The day after Christmas, Boxing Day, we have these men going around with their guitar and their fife and whatever. Serenal. We call yeah. it Bazadin. Right. Okay. And they go around to each house and good morning, good morning, that 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 mm-hmm. Christmas morning. Yeah. And they're singing and you give them some rum, some Christmas some cake, <laughs> like whatever you cook. How them fellas just be sober at the end of it? Because sweet by <laughs> house ten, if everybody giving you rum, right? Everybody. How they making it to the end? I, but they do. They do. They, they do. do. <laughs> they do. They do. We do that in St. Lucia, but not so much. You have to go to the country countryside to yeah, get that. To get it's when my brother-in-law is from Daba. They do that. They call it Serenal. Okay. Um, and then they also do a Christmas Juve. Right. As yep. well. Right. In Chozelle and stuff. But up in, in town and stuff like that, mm. those things are dying. But also we have we, masquerade. We have masquerade and mm. we have greasy pig and greasy pole. Yeah. Oh, greasy yeah, pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That is for a sure. big thing. For sure, a, for sure. <laughs> I, was showing, <laughs> I was showing my uh, Jamaican ex greasy pig and greasy pole. He said, you're all mad. <laughs> you're mad. <laughs> it's like, who think of that to put? Grease on a pig on a and, 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 and try and catch the pig, but the fun, the fun mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. have, and yeah, try and climb up. We have that. That is madness. But yeah, yeah, no, Christmas back home, I think, Mm. again, 18 years. Right. So I don't know what it's like. True, exactly. I Mm. really don't. I mean, the last Christmas for me was 2007 because I tend to go 
like maybe in the summertime or whatever. Mm. Yeah, because so. Christmas, traveling Christmas Hello. is so expensive. Yeah. Teeth. Yeah. It's so yeah. expensive. Teeth in airlines. Can you hear us? Stop yes. it. Thank Stop you. Stop it. Right. My friend, uh, I call her Auntie June, June Frederick, has been really pushing to bring back masquerade because it had died out mm. for Christmas and she has um, Sanusha Youth and Arts and, and they have well, my nephews in it and stuff and they do the whole masquerade thing and it's really beautiful because they do they do processions as soon as people buy the mall Christmas shopping they're doing their thing and then you just hear the, the beats beat. yes. oh, oh yeah drums they have bolums they have all all of that and it's so nice and they have sometimes they have stilt walkers and thing and it's so so it feels so solution yeah like that you don't see that um carnival time easter time that's christmas time that is, I think, one of my most favorite things mm. about Christmas. Christmas juve for I me. I love that, guys. Christmas juve. Um, you hear the fellas coming from early in the morning. Mm -hmm. They buy from by Diamond Steel side there. Mm -hmm. You hear them, but she coming in the boulevard. That used to be so fun. Mm. So much fun. We used to be scared. Of Papa Jab, of course. Mm. Of course. Papa Jab come in, running and hide. Yeah. Did you like it? You like you it? You like it? Because yeah. you still want, you want to see. You want, you want to see, but yeah. when he pass your house, <laughs> when he pass your house, that's when you <laughs> when you coming out. But yeah, I love that. No, that was nice. But for me here, London, I love Christmas time at in London. I love the lights. I love the mm. atmosphere. I think people are nicer. They are. It's people true. are nicer. Yeah. People are more, you know, warm and thing towards you. And um, that I will miss. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I will miss these things. And last week, my friend, she came pick me up. She said, Shawin, let's go for a drink for my birthday. And then after, we went driving for about a, about a good hour and a half, two mm -hmm. hours, just driving around um, London and the lights. Beautiful. And we drove past some houses. It was like after 11 in the night. And we're like, can we just stop and take some pictures by the houses? And I'm like, but they, have, they might have security. Mm. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We just wanted to stop and take pictures and just think and take it all in. Mm. It was just nice. And that's the things I will miss. Because yeah. we, we have the lights and stuff back home. But it's not like that. Right. We've had the same set of lights for about 15 years. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Lady Janice Compton. Thank you. No, 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 not my no. My mother, like <laughs> my mother before, she used to ask the British government mm. for their old Christmas lights. Okay. And then we would have their old Christmas lights. So we have these nice lights from England. That stopped. So we've had these lights <laughs> and okay. I think they, they retired recently, but there were these lights that were made an archway over over castries so they'd be it's just like duplicates right right and they spell poop why because <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a line mm -hmm. and then a semicircle so that's the p right. and then a, a circle a circle but why? and then a, a back to front p so we used to call it the poop lights <laughs> and they would have how much of them the bulbs not working <laughs> 
I love it. But all of that is tradition. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. When poop lights have been there, good 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, every same, same lights, every year. Yes. Did, did they even take them down? I don't know. They don't take them down. They just put them on every year. Yeah, they just yes, plug them all, in. That's why after bugs don't work. <laughs> they on, they, they stay go, up. They got the you hurricane year. and everything. <laughs> everything, everything. <laughs> they staying up and then <sighs> they just plug it in every yeah. uh, December. <laughs> so I think we can collectively say that we appreciate both Christmases. Yes. We do. Right? Yes. Both Christmases have their, their beauty and magic same way, but in different ways. Yeah. Right? Very different. Okay. So on that note, ladies, moving on out of 2021, I think we should end this session by selecting. I'm putting you all on the spot, you know. Oh, oh Jesus. By selecting your word. Because, you know, I, okay, I'm going to give full disclosure. I don't believe in New Year and new goals and New Year, new me. That's not necessarily my thing. Because for me, my New Year starts on my birthday. In March. In May for May, me. May, My birthday. Because that's my New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also for me, collectively, I have always view spring as the start of the New Year. Mm. But... If you're, you know, we're going into 2022, I'm going to ask you, how do you want 2022 to feel for you? And what would be your word for 2022? So I'll give you some time because I know I'm putting y'all on the spot. So whilst y'all are thinking about it, I will say for 2022, I would love my 2022 to feel like freedom. Damn That's it. Oh, God. <laughs> Keep your word. Yes. I, both of you, though. Free. Freedom. Well, you freedom. know this. We all listen. Well, you know what? Okay. That's, it. That's, That's it. the word. That's our word. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Our word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Relatable Podcast has declared that 2022, their word is Freedom. freedom. Yes. Freedom. freedom. Is yeah. a freedom. Yeah. Freedom mm-hmm. um, in every way. In every sense. In every well. sense. Freedom. Financial ease. Yep. Emotional, mental. Freedom in being our most and showing up as our most authentic selves mm-hmm. in every aspect of our lives and having the courage to do so. And own it. And owning it. So that's how I want. That's how I want 2022 to feel free. And that's the word. Freedom. Maktab. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay. All the things. Yeah. Seriously. And I think at this point, you know, we'd like to thank you guys so much for your love and support in this our very first year of You know what I mean? Yo. Is when what people have you? message or mm-hmm. call to quarrel when we don't And there are some hey. that quarrel more. Sh- hey. I mean, shall we name names? No, yeah. no. Yeah, listen, no. listen. No. listen. No. I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Listen, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, I know. <sighs> she, did you see the comment? Um, I ignore it's, it's it. About, it's about damn time. You know? <laughs> listen, we have, okay. Okay, so basically we have a listener who appreciates and loves the podcast and we appreciate and love that and she gets a little distressed Mm -hmm. when there's not a new episode even though we are very clear (laughs) 
as to when we are dropping new episodes, she will still cometh on it <laughs> our social media page and cuss us. Listen, and, uh, but she supports every facet. The biggest supporter. Every, every all. And I've, I've never come across someone who is like hands down, will yes. show up. Yes. Yeah. Like in every capacity. Dr. Anything. Dr. Nutmeg. Dr. Nutmeg. Dr. Nutmeg. Yes, we love Guess, you. guess which island she's from, guys. Exactly. <laughs> I love that name, Dr. Nutmeg. Very much so. Oh, my goodness. But seriously, thank you all so much. Yep. Yep. It's been an amazing journey for us. You've been such a joy-filled aspect of our 2021. To have you receive this work that we're putting out so beautifully, your support, your sliding into the DMs, to the people that listen in Hawaii, yes. Nigeria, boop, boop. the Fiji <laughs> Islands, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Like, wow. I mean, overwhelming and immense gratitude. Yep. Immense, immense, immense. Sherwin, what would you like to say before we sign off for 2021? Why do I say it like that? What do I have to say? Look out 2022. We're coming bigger, better. Eh, eh. Yep. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. <laughs> hey, can't, um, um, put the song in. We're coming in, hot. Yes. coming in hot. Seriously, I think the love and support has just, it, it made me realize, you know what, showing we have so much, so much to offer. I didn't, I, like, we, you guys know this started off on a whim. Mm. Let's be honest. Yep. It started off on a whim and to see where it's what it's grown into, it's bigger than my wildest dream. And right now I'm dreaming wild now. Mm. So it's gonna be much bigger, much better. Lots of changes happening twenty twenty two, but you know what? Change is good. Change is good and it's just gonna get better. So look out. And on that note I'll pass on to Fiona. 2022, I think, is just look out for us tapping into our freedom. I think that decision, I think, you know what it is? COVID has restricted us so much and caged us so much. And it's like we've been caged birds growing, growing. We've outgrown this cage. And now we're now tapping into more creative ways in of achieving that freedom and also doing so unapologetically as well. So I think... That's the thing. And then once once you do that, then it's like the world is yours to take it by the balls, however in which way you want. And I think that's the thing. If you go back to what we're talking about, our inner child, our, that little child and how people have put restrictions on us through their words and their actions and have made us limit ourselves. And now that we're breaking through that, I think there's a lot to look forward to. And I've made this conscious decision that the three of us would even know. And all of us thought the same thing. Freedom. Yeah. How wonderful was that? That we yeah. were all thinking the same yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That says a lot. A whole lot. But guys, it's been wonderful to be here in the studio with you again. I'm looking forward to recording season two with y'all. Of I course, I shall be in Nevis. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We will cuss you. I know. You, yeah, I know. Okay, I, I will take it all. I don't mind. Because <laughs> you know what would be annoying? It should be there recording and birds in the background. Yes. Just <laughs> yep, 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 yep. She, she might go where she could head a beach. And I just might. You know, it I might just, just might. be. Anyway. But anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. It's all right. We but um, before we go, we 
we've forgotten something. Yes. Not only have we forgotten to thank the Content is Queen family, Amber and Imriel, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Working with you guys. Thank Honestly. you for believing in us the mm-hmm. way that you do. Amber, thanks for putting up with our longness when yep. we're doing I'm the sure first passed, round of edits. I'm sure we passed the time already today. I'm we pretty always... sure that we've over, you know, we're done over our time for today. <laughs> but we love you guys so much. We love the community that you're building. You deserve all all the accolades that are coming your way. That's right. Absolutely, 100%. We love y'all. Fiona, you are rocking a very cool sweatshirt <clears throat> jumper I have to say, in it's the very cozy, studio. Darling. Oh, and it's do you know cozy. what Fiona is rocking? She is rocking the first line in the Relatable Podcast gear. We have sweaters or jumpers, depending on where you live. Very cozy. Um, and they're very cozy. Mm-hmm, they are. Very, looking very good. Thank you very much. And where will we have them available to be purchased, Sherwin? I think you know this. Online. Online. Um, okay. We obviously, we'll put the information on our Insta page. Mm-hmm. And it's just one click. click one click. click and click. buy. And they will be with you. Join in our shared journey. Yes. yes. Because what? A shared journey brings up. <laughs>